Yeah. We are on air. Good evening, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're living, listening live. Uh, hello, if you're listening to the, the podcast later. This is John Johnson on Radio Edgy Talk. And tonight I am delighted to return in the way to the, the Alt Conference, um, which is coming up in September, so we're getting a wee preview. And in the the room tonight I've got um, Martin Hoxie from Alt. I've got... Um, Sue Beckin, oh no, he's just <laughs> gone. <laughs> Sorry, Sue. Uh, <laughs> Sue Beckingham and Dr. Marion Deepwell, uh, Marion Deepwell. Uh, good evening, folks. I've just completely bungled that. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Sue doesn't really need a surname. Everyone knows no, who she yeah. is. Well, it's like for years, uh, I just thought of Sue as Sue Becks. Yeah, that's well, our that, that that is one of the problems about having Twitter and email and things like that is you tend to think of people uh, by various different names rather than yeah. the, the real Absolutely. one. And I also I'm can't pronounce anything. I, I, I find it really hard to remember people's names. Anyway, uh, we're here to talk about the <laughs> alt conference, which I think is the third, fourth, and fifth um, of September this year. And Marin and Martin, you both work for Alt, and Sue, you're keynoting this year. So I wonder if we could just go through and give us a very brief introduction to yourself. Where are you from in education, um, what you do, and the like. First, could we maybe start? Martin, could you start? Yeah, so my name is Martin Hoxie. Uh, so I work, as you mentioned, for the Association for Learning Technology. So. Um, my official job title is Chief Innovation Community and Technology Officer, which took me five years to say without tripping over it, um, which basically means I do a bit of everything behind the scenes uh, at Alt. Uh, and um, Alt is now uh, a disputed organisation, which I think Mara will probably say a little more about. So I'm based uh, just outside Edinburgh. Thank you. Uh, Marin. Hello, John, and hello, everyone who's listening. Um, so I'm Mara Deepwell. I also work for the Association for Learning Technology, and I'm its chief executive. And alongside Martin, we make the senior staff team of two. Um, and we are very fortunate in working for an independent charity that is supported by such active members all across the UK and from all across different sectors um, from education. Um, I do... Um, a bit of sort of hands-on learning technology alongside my day job for ALT. Um, so I'm particularly passionate about promoting equality in education and also um, open education. So I'm an open practitioner and that's part of my work. Brilliant. And Sue, maybe you could tell us a bit about yourself. Okay. Hi, everybody. I'm Sue Beckingham from Sheffield Hallam University. So I currently work in the Department of Computing um, I'm a teacher, a lecturer, so I teach uh, in business and technology. And I've also got a lead role for learning, teaching and assessment and my previous roles um, for TEL, technology enhanced learning. So do a variety of different things and I'm very passionate about using social media as, as a way to connect people, to get people communicating, collaborating, creating and curating information and um, just basically trying to encourage and empower people to be open about their practice so we can all learn from each other. Oh, we've got a wee dog visitor in the room as well. We've got some lovely dogs. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I have two Shepherds, so we might hear them on the phone. <laughs> that's, that's fine. We quite like uh, the odd dog bark and radio. Odd you talk it, <laughs> it hopefully covers up some of my bloopers and tumors. Uh, so, just for the, the the uninitiated or the people who haven't heard of it alt before, could somebody maybe give me a uh, elevator pitch of Bolt? Sure, I think that's probably me as Martin and Sue will be <laughs> conveniently quiet at that point. 
So, um, as I said, we're an independent charity. We're the leading professional body for learning technology in the UK. And we've been working at that since 1993. So um, our association is now 26 years old. And I'm thrilled to say um, that we are growing massively. And we have many members in, in Scotland and all across the UK, but also from different sectors. And we work in partnership with other organizations with similar aims. We do a whole range of things um, that are led by our members, but our flagship event each year is our annual conference. And that is really there to provide an international platform for disseminating our research and practice. Also for us to lead a critical discussion about the future of learning technology and you know some of the really big issues that we're all grappling with when it comes to technology and education. So hopefully, um, when we get to talk about this year's conference themes, um, we can unpack a little bit what our co-chairs have set as the vision for this year's event. Thank you very much. And I, w- I was kind of interested in the the title of this this year's um, conference. The conference is in, I think, Edinburgh this year, uh, close to home here. But it's the title. It, as a primary school teacher, it was like an alliteration um, of data, <laughs> data dialogue and doing. Uh, I don't know if anybody could speak a wee bit to that. Well, it's um, it's just we were hoping that uh, one of the co-chairs, Louise Jones, um, could join us, um, but unfortunately, she's on a flight. But uh, the the title actually was really interesting. How that was developed. So uh, we basically got. The co-chairs together with Brian Mavers, um, who some of you may know does a lot of visual thinkery. And so we just had, I think, an hour-long session, and uh, Brian was doing lots of sketches as uh, the co-chairs, and Marin were, and I, I think I had uh, some contribution as well to the conversation. And um, this is one of the, the things that kind of popped out from that discussion, um, that Brian captured, and so we have this lovely kind of Celtic, uh, scrolly, texty thing for our uh, logo for the conference this year as well. Um, and I think really, you know, those three words kind of captured a lot of the conversation we were had having, um, you know, uh, between us. You know, in terms of some of the areas that are very topical right now, such as student data and learning analytics, um, but also um, the importance of uh, the various voices in terms of, of areas like that. So um, the key thing in, in capturing the student voice. So um, uh, that's, and at the end of the day, you know, we also have to do all this stuff as well. And so I think there's always been a very strong kind of practical aspect to uh what people come to the conference to present and um, so I, I think it's actually from that session we've actually caught something really kind of unique and uh, Brian's done a magic job in, in pulling that out from from the conversations we were having. Um, also as um, Martin was saying Louise um, could have expanded more but actually um, although Louise can't join us, she's written a, a great blog post. Um, I'll tweet out a link to it now, um, kind of sharing some of the visual thinkery that Martin's mentioned. So, and reading more about the themes and seeing some of the Brian's um, conversational thinkery, you can look it up. And um, John, I'll tweet it out um, the link, and then hopefully you can find it. Yeah, if you stick um, Alt on it or Edgy Talk, where we could see it. Uh, that would pop up nicely for me. Uh, yeah, the 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 logo, um, and I don't know if it's because he's come to Edinburgh or from some other reason that you've got the the, the Celtic lettering. Um, it, it is really nice, and Brian seems to be across quite a lot of different things. Have an online interest in working with a lot of different interesting people, and people seem to. Uh, it seems to be able to help people pull ideas together very nicely or express ideas very nicely. Uh, so is the the doing bit, one of the, 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 the tracks on the um, the programme is creative across the curriculum, is that the, the bit that you're thinking of as, as the doing 
I think it really, you know, you across all these themes, th mm. there's aspects of doing. So, you know, you, you're doing learning analytics, you're doing, you know, you, you have to do critical frames of reference and um, uh, I, I suppose, can, can you do learning tech? Well, you can do learning technology for wider impact. Um, so uh, I think it's quite clever how it does. Uh, I think it's always a challenge with conference titles that you you know you've got to find something that really captures the imagination and you know it's still not kind of we try and avoid something that's completely markety kind mm. of speak you know we could have gone edtech bingo and just put in a couple of words there which you know were deliberately uh, designed to grab search engine traffic but. Um, I think there's a real kind of grounding uh, in this. Well, I think, I think for me from from a participant, it's it's an opportunity for people to share their their practice. So, so the doing is let's talk about what we've actually been been doing. Mm -hmm. So the themes of um, creativity across the curriculum and learning tech for wider impact. You know, the, the, this is a chance for people to say, "Hey, you know, this 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 is what's worked," and actually, let's be honest, this is what's not worked. Nothing, mm -hmm. from my experience, going to old conferences, you know, people are really open about that, and they want to share, you know, the process and the journey and the things, you know, as I say, that have worked and not worked, because that's what makes us get better. You know, there's opportunities for people to chip in then and, and say, "Well." Okay, that didn't work. Have you thought about this? And you know, that's where we progress and develop together. And I wonder too, um, the, the data, data dialogue and doing it. There's not. They're not too many. It's only the data that's really the the, the tech word. The others mm. are um, less techy than maybe people would expect. So. It's funny. Like I never really considered that. <laughs> that way, dialogue's talking about everything. Mm, yeah, and, and sharing that and having conversations and you know, Mara mentioned sort of her open practice, and I think you know, there's a lot of us that are advocates of open practice. So that dialogue of talking about all of these things, um, you know. We can veer to the positive and how everything's great and it's made you know an impact in X, Y, and Z. But then there's also, oh my goodness, we've not thought about this, about that, and, and people actually challenging what we're doing because there's things you know that um, aren't necessarily always apparent and people don't mean to um, perhaps. Not, not offend, but you know, the, there are things that can be quite, quite tricky and, and sensitive, and we need to step back and think about, you know, the wide, wider picture, really. Mm -hmm. and, and I think, um, Sue, you're right, and that's where the other conference theme on kind of more critical frames of reference comes yeah. in. No, we, um, as I was saying in the intro earlier, like Alt's been, you know, a professional body for learning technology since 1993. Um, and, you know, their work has been going on for decades. So um, I think the conference very much reflects a more mature, um, maybe a, a more critical frame of reference that we're trying to adopt to, you know, obviously advocate for the use of learning technology and celebrate its potential, but also really look at, you know, some of the more um, challenging questions it poses around, you know, equity and inclusion, um, around privacy, um, you know, and, and digital literacies. So there's a whole range of questions, I think, that come up in this year's themes that, you know, really tackle some of the sort of trickier things we may not have answers to yet. Definitely. I think as well in the, you know, talking of dialogue um, and kind of related to Sue's specialism around social media is that the, you know, one of the things that we try to do is encourage, you know, the conference. Obviously, it's an event. You're there. You, you're able to participate in a lot of stuff. But uh, with social media, we can extend that dialogue so other people can be part of that conversation, and uh, you know, provide those those kind of critical frames and thoughts and ideas, and 
you know, it really kind of turbocharges the power of the event. I actually track quite a few different um, kind of edtech-related conferences, and um, I have to say, alt kind of, in terms of volumes of tweets, <laughs> we uh, <laughs> we seem to surpass them all. I have to say, which can be a challenge in itself. Um, so, I think over the three days last year, there were something like um, eighteen thousand tweets. Um, so it's, uh, I think sometimes the challenge is actually, um, you know, penetrating some of that. Yeah, and actually finding the, the, the bit you're interested in, in a, a tsunami of, of, of data, I guess, is yeah. filtering that out. Uh, I, I see quite a lot of the um, sessions have got a wee YouTube icon beside them. Yes. So, um, for a number of years, we, we focused on um, streaming, live streaming the keynotes, but um, for the last couple of years, we've uh, kind of extended that out. So we're still limited, but basically everything in the main hall, we it's easy for us to, to live stream. So um, for those who can't uh, participate in person, you know, as well as the kind of participating via social media, that they, they can... Um, they can watch in real time as well uh, via YouTube. So, uh, and uh, the recordings are immediately available as well. So, even if you can't make it to see Sue Beckingham speak in person, which is why wouldn't you want that in the first place? <laughs> uh, you you can tune in and um, watch Sue rock McCoon Hall in Edinburgh. I'm really excited <laughs> about this venue. Uh, Sue, I don't know if you've seen pictures yet. If you haven't, don't look at them because it will just completely unnerve you. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say that, Martin. I promised it would be nice and fun and friendly. (laughs) 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 Well, I don't think that was what I promised. (laughs) But friendly and fun for sure. (laughs) I I think it is is important, though, that the, the YouTube stuff goes out and especially the archive because you know quite a lot of people will be otherwise engaged um during the conference and this is a way for them to actually see what's going on or hear it uh i certainly find that sort of thing very useful absolutely Um, and even if you've been there i think you know mm. sometimes i've experienced you're trying to make notes you're trying to listen you're trying trying to tweet and it's it's really nice actually to go back and revisit some of the um, things that I've been to when I've actually physically been present at a conference. So, and you know, obviously extending it out and making it open for people that can't make it is 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 brilliant and so so generous. But you know, it 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 has so many so many good um, good reasons to to do it. Oh, you. I'm just actually quickly going to look see how far we go back with the archive because previously we used to use different platforms to record it but um, we actually transferred a lot of this stuff into YouTube and um, I think we go back to something, I think this might be the 10th year of recordings we've got Um, so it's really interesting actually to go back and look at some of the older stuff as well Um, and um, in some cases see what has changed but what hasn't changed you know things like the VLE um, you know uh, there, there's quite a famous um, the VLE is dead session at Alt a number of years ago so that seems to be a topic that um, keeps popping its head up from time to time and I suppose um, John that's something to make your listeners aware of um, we have a fantastic keynote lineup this year we're so thrilled um, to have you know not only Sue, who we are so excited to welcome and to open the conference. But we also have Jesse Stommel, who's going to speak on Wednesday, and then Ollie Bray, who is going to speak on the Thursday. And so I think between the three of them, um, you know, we have really creative, playful, critical, inspiring, practice-informed, kind of a really broad range of perspectives coming together. And I think that's where the dialogue, we hope, will come in, sort of inspired by our wonderful keynote speakers. And for your listeners are thinking, Oli Bray, that's a name that sounds familiar. Mm. Uh, or Oli Bray, wasn't he hacking new CI? Uh, well, he was. He's now at the Lego Foundation. So it's really interesting 
He's got um, a cool in the world. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know there are quite a few Lego fans on this <laughs> show right now. Uh, we're all <laughs> hoping that uh, Ollie's brought some stuff along. <laughs> we'll bring some stuff <laughs> along with him. Uh, certainly for our um, usual sort of school-aged audience, um, Ollie's a, a well kent name on Twitter, Education Scotland, all sorts of different things. Uh, yeah, yeah I've, I've certainly known him, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm higher education rather than sort of um, schools, but yeah, he's he's done some amazing stuff. Yeah. And the other thing, just on the, the 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 YouTube, Martin, is I'm noticing some of the, the there's short breaks. There's things in the session there that look like poster sessions, or um, that you seem to have YouTube's for those. And I wonder how is that going to be a conversation between passing attendees or between yeah, the people doing the yeah. posters? So this is part of our. Um, we have a one of the <laughs> options we had was at uh, the poster and guesta. So people are submitting posters, but then they're doing a five-minute talk as well. So uh, the guesta is uh, actually an import that we took from our colleagues from ILTA, which is the Irish. Learning Technology Association. Absolutely genius. This. Yeah. So not only if we imported, not only if we imported the format, we've imported the host as well, Tom Farley, um, from Carlo <laughs> oh. College. And um, if you haven't seen Tom do a gasta, uh, uh, I think you're going to be entertained. And um, we're 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 very grateful that um, we're going to uh, get those captured on YouTube as well. So the gas is just like very quick, sharp talks, lightning talks essentially, but um, Tom brings his own style to the whole thing. So, <laughs> what uh, did you make of that, Sue? Um, did you enjoy your Gasta or the first Gasta experience um, watching I them? I loved it. I, I just loved <laughs> that. We started it off with the countdown from five and you had to count down in um, Irish, is it gay, Gaelic? Irish. 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 And um, he was just an entertainer and, and he really got the um, the audience warmed up and then they had the moments and he, you know, he got them settled in and he was still talking. It's okay, you've got five now. He, he told them, you know, they were going to have the countdown and give the little cards. And, and it's just <laughs> fun. Uh, and obviously in five minutes, people can, you know, share share quite a bit. Um, but he, he, it was like having a compare, wasn't it, to, to the, yeah. the, the the proceedings, and it just it just brought it all together. It was it was smashing. I really really loved it. And Gasta, does it? I've I've not. I mean, I've obviously seen lightning talks and the likes before, but um, Gasta it's doesn't. Seen, quick it, chit chat. Does it stand for quick chit chat? Is that right? Yeah, it's so it's. Um, Someone asked this on on Twitter the other day, so I actually found out. So it, it it's um, fast, clever, quick, smart um, is is the definition of of Gaster. So uh, so it, I, I think a lot of people who've seen lightning talks, it, it's you know that sort of thing. But I think Tom brings um, you know a level of entertainment to it and fun mm-hmm. uh, and energy as well. Absolutely. That, uh, you know, we've got session, you know, hour-long sessions of these, and um, I'm sure you'll you'll make sure the the first presenter on gets as much reaction as the last presenter on, which I think is, you know, one of the great things that Tom's able to do. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think John, last year we tried having five of them. This year we opened it for submissions, and we have I think about twenty or more than I think twenty-seven. Um, so you can see it's a really popular a really mm. popular yeah. format and all of them will be live streamed so it is going to be um, fast paced viewing I think and a real headache for me because I've got to chop these up into five minute clips afterwards mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. you're a pro Martin <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if you want to go around and give us maybe or from Sue maybe a wee bit of what you're thinking about for your keynote uh, I don't want to obviously give too much away at, at this stage um, and from other people what you're looking forward to in particular or something you think will particularly stand out 
So, well, I'm Brooklyn inspired, really, by by the, um, the the visual that's been created, and and obviously the the key themes of data dialogue and and doing, and you know, there's this part of the the data side, and it it, it will be around social media um, in various different contexts, um, and whilst I can wax lyrical about you know great stuff that can happen through through that. There's lots of things that we also need to, to consider more and more, you know, about security um, and just our own well-being, really, because, you know, we, we can all be guilty of being online too too much. Uh, and that that's blend between the professional and the, the, the social, you know, the work and everything, it, it kind of in, in, interlaps and... Um, I think we need to definitely find ways to make space for ourselves and to have have time off because it can be overwhelming and it, and it, it, I've certainly felt it myself so there's that kind of kind of strand that um I'm exploring and then you know the, the dialogue to me that is the most powerful thing and and you know the, there are a variety of different social media tools but I think one that's really kind of made a difference to, to, to me or one of the key ones that's made a difference to, to me and, and my career is, is is Twitter and I've always said that you know Twitter's only as good as the people that you follow and interact with but you need to know how to manage that you know and, and there's, there's ways that you can do that differently using tools like TweetDeck and, and putting um, groups of people into lists so you can sort of tune into different conversations rather than having the full flow of, of people coming in so you know the straight stream of, of Twitter um, and and you know just talking about why those dialogues are important and and this idea of being able to listen in um, some some year back years back is um, it's been five five years now I'm completely lose, losing track track of time um, but my esteemed colleague Christina Ransey and I developed um, LTHE chats um, as a little pilot that might last till till Christmas, and that that's still going, and we take it in turns to to run that and have an organising team of volunteers. Five three semesters, we take it in turns up to Christmas, up to East, um, Easter, and then up to summer. And you know, this is a way through Twitter that people can share and talk about, and discuss, and ask questions. Though there's lots of different other examples that can talk about, you know, how dialogue is really really important. Um, you know, and the, and the doing is the the creativity and and the impact of of what we're actually doing. So there's lots to explore around that side. So I have lots of ideas and <laughs> lots to, to think about, yeah. and then to rein it in and think, okay, what I'm going to fo- focus on. But um, mm. you know, I think that the connections that we can make and the communities that we can build. Is, is really powerful and, and I'm hoping to introduce some quotes from colleagues where it has made a difference to them um, you know having a community online because sometimes you can feel a little bit lonely in your own institution you know if you if you wanted to do different things with technology you know it's like oh don't know about that you know it's safe <laughs> or not everybody buys in straight straight away so you know having people that are kind of on the same same page it may be that you know it's another city it's another town it may even be another country uh, and that's certainly how i i started to get into social media and started to follow people in the u.s originally mm-hmm. so you know that 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 sharing is um it's really key and you know it, it, it gives you the confidence um you know and there's lots lots talked about of um people having you know, imposter syndrome, you know, they have these ideas, nobody's going to be interested in these ideas, you know, and yet when you hear about other people who are doing the same things, it gives you the confidence to push forward and say, yeah, let's 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 take this forward, let's research it, let's see if it has any impact. You know, and how do you, how do, you do that? Well, the impact is either because you're working with peers and colleagues, you know, so you're helping them learn, or you're working with students and you're helping them, them learn, so... It's having those conversations with the different groups that you actually work with, 
you know, choose whether you're a learning technologist, a librarian, um, a learning developer, educational developer, you know, teacher, lecturer, whatever your role is, you know, we're all in education and um, with lots, lots in common, I think, and uh, it's good to share those stories. Yeah, I, I think that sounds sounds great. So uh, it's, I'm just coming from a, a like primary school teacher um, background as opposed to higher ed. A lot of that speaks to things that are current in in primary school at the moment, and you can see people working through them. So uh, I think it sounds like it'd be really interesting to to catch the keynote either live or. Um, on on YouTube, that's great. Thanks. I think it's actually it's quite interesting to you know my my daughter's at uh, primary school and just how you know social media is being used you know within primary school in in well I guess I I see it more often with with my daughter and her class and what they they get up to yeah on social media um, just how it it can. Uh, kind of bridge gaps and make connections, as Sue was mentioning. That you, you know, you 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 never anticipate, and um, they they just is you know that magic moment when someone makes that uh, connection to you. Yeah, uh, but I, I think it, well, I think that's a whole you know Twitter and schools is a whole interesting topic that uh, we could talk about for well, I certainly <laughs> uh, talk about for quite a long time. Um, but as I say, I think that will cross quite a few different mm. different people's interests and a different range of people uh, than maybe would just the, the, the audience that come to the conference. Because uh, I'm, I'm guessing most of the people at the conference will be from that the higher education uh, bracket. Mm. I, I think you're right, but mm. we do have. Um, you know, many participants this year who are coming from other sectors as mm. well, particularly um, from colleges. And we also have um, some school teachers coming. And this year also quite a few from work-based learning or charitable sector. So I think what we're really looking forward to is having a really varied conversation. And we really invite, you know, different points of view. And um, I think we've become, you know, hopefully really better as a community to listen to um the more quiet voices, maybe those you don't hear on the main stage all the time. So I hope that when people do participate either online or in person, that they feel welcome to make their views heard and to participate in the conversation. I think uh, the disappointing news for your listeners as well is we just closed the Doug Gowan uh, Memorial Fund funded places to the conference. So um uh, Doug Allen was a, a former president of Alt who sadly passed away, and um, uh, we have been bequeathed some money uh, to support people who are, you know, uh, Doug was a big support of the urban education and skills sector, so uh, that money has been targeted at people outside of higher education to attend the conference, so um, I think we've got a record number of people uh, attending this year, who who wouldn't be if it wasn't for uh, the Doug Allen Fund? Sounds great. So watch out for next year's uh, one. <laughs> Same <Yeah>. there. <laughs> well, I think uh, I'd say from for, from the school sector, we'll mostly be able to follow on on Twitter and mm. uh, and, and YouTube, uh, unless uh, <laughs> unless creative ways are, are are found to to escape the the, the classroom on a. <laughs> basis. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, I, I could lead on nicely to uh, some of the sessions I'm really interested to at yeah. uh, the conference this year. Uh, we've got uh, not one, not two, but three sessions on uh, uh, the use of holograms in education. <laughs> uh, so uh, we've got student experience of the use of holograms in higher education, being me in using holograms as an educational tool, and interrogating holographic academic speculative design. So um, uh, I think, uh, and there might even be a guest, uh, I think, on holograms. Uh, I think that might be one of the sessions. Imperial College, because they're they're business. Yeah. Yeah, so I think most of these are Imperial College. Um, So um, 
Uh, I know at least one of these is a guest this session, so it will be as part of the live stream program. Um, so, uh, you know, that might be, <laughs> you know, the, the teachers might be beaming in to our audience in the future. Yeah, or we could just leave a hologram, I guess, <laughs> yeah. in, in school. And if I'm, I'm presuming holograms have improved since the last time I've seen one. <laughs> so can you maybe give us a wee bit more of a clue about that um, for the, 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 the folk who haven't heard of any educational use of holograms? Well, this is going to be... Maybe, Sue, you want to talk more about this because it's completely new to me. Well... <laughs> I investigated. I was I was looking at sort of what's next in in communication. I did um, a session with Peter Hartley, Prof Hartley at um, Solstice Conference, and we were looking at you know the use of communication and how that's changing, and you know through through technology. So I was kind of looking at you know what's what's next. Um, so I came across the um, Imperial College and that they had a lecture where there was literally three three people physically sat on you know, the tall stools when you're having a bit of a talk panel session and then aside them was the holograms <laughs> of three people from New York and it was like they were there and obviously I could only see photographs I wasn't physically at this particular lecture but I thought this was incredible so they, they were talking you know live real time but it was if it was as if they were there with the other people so I'm not sure just having one person and nobody else speaking you know you, you have to do it so you're interacting with them um, yeah it's interesting but I've, for me I really want to experience it you know mm, it's, yeah. it's, it's incredible um, technology but you know this this whole stuff and the um, developments of human robot interaction um, it's just incredible you know there's lots going on about the um, chat box you know as, as a way to um, interact with students and they feel braver and uh, um, more revealing talking to a chat bot than sometimes they do to, um, to to real people you know the whole technology thing just sort of blows, blows your mind um, and so certainly at Stanford that they're, they're developing um, technologies to humanize the robots the, talking about lap bots so that they're trying to program them and um, so that they have a sense of humor <laughs> <laughs> and recognize things like that um, so well yeah. you, if you're at the conference you can come to build a chatbot workshop uh, session a073 so uh, that's two to three o'clock Tuesday 5th of September yeah, I, I, I think that's really, really useful. And uh, I think it's Staffordshire University that have got the beacon. Um, and they, they've got like a database of, I, I don't know, four or five hundred frequently asked questions. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely the, the, the way forward. You know, that 24-7 care where you can have quick and easy answers to, to things. I think as well, it, it really opens up that, ethical discussion that you're you're mentioning at the start so um you know around you know a lot of these chatbots are you know they have female voices and there's the whole, whole um, issues around that and the design of the chatbots as well so um i think university of the arts london have published uh um some uh, material on you know designing chatbots that are are gender neutral, uh, and so I think it, you know this is um, an interesting area. Uh, but I suppose with a lot of things, you know, you can flip it both ways. It can be a very positive thing, but um, you know, technology is never uh, neutral. It can be a very negative thing as well. well this is yes, like, um, that credibility, you know, the trust, and um, you, you mentioned that the voice that those status markers you know there's there's gender but then there's also race and you know you've just got to mm -hmm. um well there's lot, lots to explore there's lots to explore and i think we're we're definitely in a very much of a experimental stage because this is you know new to all of us that you know we've got to try it test it review it what's the feedback from students and and make sure that we consult 
you know, the wider student body um, and, you know, so that we get a really good consensus of opinion from lots of lots of different um, groups, you know, minority and majority. There is a really interesting session that's also in the conference program, which is led by Helen Beetham. Um, which is all about looking at sort of um, social inclusion and social justice and also looking at kind of feminist perspectives on learning technology, where I think Helen is going to look at some of the um, those issues. So I'm really excited that the conference has sessions like that in the program this year to, you know, really explicitly address um, some of those really tricky yeah. Um, questions around inequality and inclusion. Yeah, and um, you know the the answers aren't all going to be apparent, but the, the more we talk about it, the more we question, the more we challenge, and, and think about these things. You know, the, the better and quicker, I guess, progress will be made. You know, it's when you know people try and sweep it under the carpet because it might be a bit uh, tricky, contentious, or whatever you want to um, describe it as. And that's not the way forward. We need to talk about it. Um, so it's fantastic, and Helen's brilliant. So, so do you think one of the, the, the challenges uh, educational technologists have is the fact that it only seems a few years ago that we were um, just starting with video conferencing? And now you've got holograms <laughs> and chatbots, and you don't really have the time to to work through the ethical, the you know, the, all the myriad of different rabbit holes you could go down from each one, which are all really important. Um, and that's a, but, maybe one of your really big challenges. Um, oh, I think with you know one of the things that Holt um, is very keen is that you know our practice is evidence-based and so i think it's easy to forget that when you start looking at something like video conferencing and then moving into something like holographic chatbots <laughs> holographic chatbots yeah. as a session. Just gone there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, that you know there, there's already existing you know research uh, case studies that you know whilst they're not you know, explicitly about this area, you know, you, you can still build on that work. Um, and, you know, one of the things that we're very keen to do is that, you know, we're very encouraging to have various people submitting sessions, mm -hmm. but, you know, there, there is, you know, as part of the submission process, we're asking people to reflect on their practice, you know, what was, you know, critical moments, also reference prior work as well as part of their submission. Um, so, I, 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 I can, you know, I, I take the point. I think it is, um, you know, it's one of the reasons that I've, you know, I've been interested in learning technology for the last fifteen years is that it, it is rapidly changing. Um, but uh, I, I think, that, you know, it's nice that this new stuff comes along. But I think there is still a lot that you can build on from from the past. Which a lot of people in Silicon Valley will just ignore <laughs> to pretend that they're inventing all this stuff mm -hmm. afresh. <laughs> Maybe one thing we should also add is that you know we actively encourage um, conference participants to share things that didn't go well as well. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of events, um, you know, you always see the award-winning case study or the really successful pilot that was rolled out, and um, I think what you were saying John about things moving so quickly you know one of the side effects I think is that we've got so many things that don't go right and so many things that don't get adopted mm. or scaled up and one of the um, advantages of Alt being an independent organization and you know that our work isn't influenced by policymakers or industry um, is that we are able to say, well, you know, there are there are things that go wrong. There are things that, you know, we don't have answers to. There are, you know, pilots that fail and things that never get picked up and equipment that gets dusty in the back of cupboards. Um, and there are funding, you know, shortages where people just have to make do with very little, if any, you know, support or equipment. So we're really hoping that, you know, the last few years, I think, at the conference, um, we've seen more people be brave and share failure and share what didn't go well. 
So we really hope that we'll see more of that this year as well. Because every time someone is brave enough to share what didn't go well in their classroom or in their university lecture hall, you know, someone else in another classroom or in a university doesn't have to make that same mistake. And I think that's where the power of our network really is. And that's why I love the LTHE chat that Sue mentioned earlier, because I feel that that's a very open forum for sharing all sorts of things every Wednesday evening. So big fan of that. Yeah, I think that's just a brilliant thing if you can look at failures, because so often people have got to take a view that something's a success because they've invested in it, because there's uh, you know, money or whatever resources have been poured into it and then maybe important lessons miss get missed. So uh, maybe you should have a failure track one year. <laughs> that would be quite and also involving students in it, you know, I'm a big fan of, you know, students mm. as partners and there's there's lots of different forums, you know, that that um that that Talk, talk about that but you know every educator you know has the opportunity to do something with with students you know trial something out um you know and if you're lucky you can get some funding to pay, pay the students but it might just be a quick conversation um it might just just be voluntary you know and um you know i've i've done that for the last last three years with um very small groups of, of students to explore um social media and learning and and it's fascinating the things that they come up with and you know it's something for them to talk about and put on on their cv as well and you know they can present at conferences um that to me is you know really really powerful because a you're going to hear the authentic voice of the students and what they think about things uh, but b you know that's developing them as individuals and um, they can talk about that themselves you know as, as doing something outside of the uh, general curriculum well one of our listeners um is um just tweeted us who um does the session on the holographic academic so there's even a hashtag so if you're more <laughs> interested in finding out it's hashtag holographic academic and um you can follow at dom pates um, oh, to find okay. out more about that session yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking forward to Dom's session, I must admit. <laughs> so, is there anything else you want to go over or talk about tonight in particular? Um, what, I think what I about wanted you, to just, Yeah, I think one thing I wanted to flag is that um, we, I was mentioning about Paul Martin was mentioned about member session and one of the things that's happening at this year's conference which has never happened before is that we have an ALP meeting which is of all the members groups and special interest groups in um, in ALT on meet all together on Tuesday at the end of the day and so it's going to be really special actually to bring all of our groups we now have local groups all across the UK and we've hit a big milestone this year to establish the last one and I know, John, you know the one in Scotland that's really active. And there's a big shout out here to the Alt Scotland group who do wonderful work. Um, but, yeah, having all of our members groups come together and, you know, um, really kind of show the power of our growing community. I think that'll be a really special moment. So I'm really looking forward to that, actually. I'm really excited to see. And we have many members who meet every month online, but they never meet all together face to face. So... We're going to live stream that as well for everyone who can't be there in person. But if you are a member of ALT and you want to participate in this assembly meeting, you are welcome. It's open to everyone. Great. I think I'd add to um, encourage people that are, are attending or not attending, virtually attending, to um, follow the ALT-C hashtag. Um, but also to to be brave, reach out to people and and mm. follow them, connect with them, send them a message. And you know, if, if they've read the program and they're going to go to the session, you know, start asking some questions about it. Say, oh, I'm really looking forward to going to your session. And if you're really clever, uh, you can ask someone uh, attending the conference to pick up some swag from our exhibitors. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There'll definitely be sticker swapping, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So is there? A, have you got an old sticker? Just John, we've got so many old stickers now. I'm I'm losing track <laughs> of the various ones. Um, but I I think we something um, uh, I did with Brian Mavers uh, for the domains conference was uh, I took along a sticker machine, and so. Uh, one of the things I'm. Machine. What's one yeah. of those? Oh my God, <laughs> so it's it's just a little printer, and you you can print your own custom stickers. So um, I'm, I'm I'm keen if we can work with Brian again for uh, the alt conference and come up. Uh, in the past, Brian's done his uh, fabulous remixer, um, so he's come up with some. It's basically a website where you can go and make your own little graphic based on uh, a template that he provides. Great so, fun to do. Yeah, so we had lots of postcards um, for our, our birthday year. Um, so I'm wondering if we can have a little make-your-own-sticker corner uh, at the conference this year. So oh, uh, <laughs> bring out the maker and Best everyone. <laughs> It sounds as if the, the conference is not only going to be fascinating uh informative, but it'll also be good fun as well. Um there's a lot of fascinating stuff, but if you've got if you've got stickers on the sidelines, you've got um <laughs> I've not I've now forgotten the name for the the, the lightning talks. Um Gabbits or Gastas. If you've got Gastas, um it, it just really sounds like uh people have a yeah, a good time on that, yeah. Well, we haven't mentioned the Kaylee or the whiskey <laughs> tasting, so um, the first one petrifies me, the second one gets me, I think, towards where the dancing happens. So I hope, John, that we'll have, um, yeah, we should have a, a proper and very hospitable Scottish time of it. I'm sure there is a, a native term that I'm not familiar with, but... Martin will hopefully teach me all the right words to say before then. <laughs> I was going to say a Rami. But <laughs> <laughs> Sue, I hope you're bringing your dancing shoes. <laughs> I hope you're bringing your dancing shoes. Um, I, I have no coordination whatsoever. <laughs> Perfect then, really. Drinking yeah. whiskey. Yeah. Um, and I am half Scottish. Oh, I wow. Half Scottish. Yeah. Yeah, my mum's from Dumfries. Another family from Lockerbie. There you go, you're coming home. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Welcome, welcome home. And I have got a kilt, but I don't think it'll fit me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> when I was at school. I think I may have to limit my um, fashion participation to shoe tweets. Um, I'm, I'm not sure I've got any Scottish <laughs> outfits, but um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to the conference now. And Sue, just hearing you talk about all the things you're thinking about just makes me want to sit back and enjoy and listen. So I can't wait now until September 3rd. That's exciting. That's exciting. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much for all taking the time. To, thank you for inviting chat. me. No, it's, it's been great. Uh, it sounds like it'll be a super conference. I really hope to follow some of it on YouTube at least. Uh, I, I hope you have a great time and I hope some of our, our listeners will, will be interested enough to turn up in virtually if not in, in person uh, thank you thank Is you it... John okay thank you John thank you okay I'm just going to hang up the broadcast now and say goodnight folks cheers <laughs>